views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. with another episode of the You Better Live show with your girl, Chase Rue, the Empress Lady Kate Mix. Yes, I'm in here dancing. I'm sorry if I heard my little belch before I came on. I had turned my mic on, taking a sip of my soda, just trying to stay in high spirits. I'm telling you, trying to stay up because it has been going down. Yes, y'all know every week I come on here, I got to tell you something I'm going through, something about some mess. I mean, I don't be meaningful to be like that, but the universe is definitely busy. Definitely gonna have some special um requests um for some people. I want y'all to put up in prayer out there tonight. But if you're here, thank you for joining me. I'm a little bit late. I don't know why that has been like my fate lately to come through here um late. But if you stuck around and you in here with me, y'all know the time is usually seven to nine. But I was having some issues on my end. I told you sometimes it'd be like I'm illiterate. With this technology, I'm telling you, it will humble you. I think I know so much, and then something will happen, and I'll be like, I don't know. I'm lost. And then on everything else that has been clouding my brain, I had that issue with my um, media sale being down. So I could, they could hear me, but I couldn't hear anything. So that was the reason, y'all. I apologize, but again, I'm grateful if you stuck around, if you was waiting, like, where my girl at? That's what's up. I live for that. And thank you for stacking around and joining me. Y'all know how we get it started. Gotta get some grace up in this space. I say it all the time. Some light to shine up in this darkness. But through the darkness, whoo, is where you definitely, definitely want to find the light. So, dear God, we thank you, oh, Father God, for continuing to keep us, bringing us through another week, oh, Father God. We are approaching Mother's Day. I give honor to all of the mothers, anyone who has ever birthed, anybody who has ever birthed physically or birthed anything spiritually or mentally into a child who has nurtured, who has loved them. Oh, Father God, thank you for the mothers across the land. Thank you for the ability, oh, Father God, to be a mother, oh, Father God, and have such, oh, Father God, a powerful, powerful, powerful position for the God to carry on that motherly love. I pray for all of the mothers out there. Stay strong. I ask, oh, Father God, that you give comfort to those who do not have their mothers, oh, Father God, here physically or just don't have them, oh, Father God, in that type of relationship, oh, Father God, that you intended for it to be. Oh, Father God, we thank you, oh, Father God. We know there's a lot going on in the land, oh, Father God, but we thank you because we know that you control all and you see all, oh, Father God. So just keep your hands on us, oh, Father God. You know that we are worried, oh, Father God. We are troubled, Lord, and I just ask you to forgive us, oh, Father God. Forgive us, Lord, for the things we know, what we not do, oh, Father God, the knowingly things and the unknowingly, oh, Father God. Please, oh, Father God, dwell within our hearts, oh, Father God, teaching us to love, oh, Father God, and to pray for one another. But we thank you, oh, Father God, for keeping us, never leaving us, nor forsaking us. Amen? Amen. I'm telling you, but God, but God, 
as I was coming on, y'all, I was telling you I'm always, unfortunately, not always, but unfortunately, you know how life is. And it just brings situations that are inevitable, things that just happen. And y'all know the saying, if it's not one thing, it's another. And I am telling you, oh, that's the topic. What's wrong? I'm going to tell it right, honey, because that is life. We have Mother Days coming up. So I'm going to be talking about some mothers, giving some honors. And everything like that to some special women in my life um, that I love. Let y'all know what I, my plans are for the holidays. If you have a special shout out for your mother or any woman who has provided to you any type of motherly love. If you just got a crazy story, because, you know, we got some crazy mothers. I was here right? Like, shut your mouth. But yes, we do have the right, the crazy and the bad ones. No, it was like, you're a bad mother, right? Shut your mouth. But we know we did. Got those bad ones too. So we're going to speak on all of that, the realities. Uh, but what I was saying, if you got a special shout out, if you want to send out a special prayer for someone, because like I was also mentioning, there's a lot of people who do not have their mother here with them any longer in a physical form. But then also some people who just don't have that relationship that was intended, you know, that God intended them for them to have that parent and a child um, relationship. Because as we know, you know, it's not just the men, you know, men kind of uh, always get that already, that backlash for that. You know, when you know a man is not being a father, you always hear about it. You know what I mean? You always hear about it. It's kind of like cliche. People take it as the norm. And unfortunately, in our community, when I say our community, the black community, for it being an absentee father. But we rarely talk about the absentee mother. Now, we know that it definitely exists. And we know that it's definitely some bad mothers. I ain't going to shut my mouth out here. But that doesn't really get the backlash that a lot of times you see with the fathers. No, no, it don't. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like people expect that from a father. But then when it's like a mother, it's like, oh, it's not expected. But we got mothers out here, too, that's on child support. We have mothers out here, too, that don't deal with their children or, you know, all of that. We have a lot of... Um, we talked before about the rapid addiction here in the pills. There's so many children that are born addicted. You know, as soon as they come out their mother, they are taken away from them. And these women keep on having babies. Um, we have mothers, of course, because I just now, one of the stories I'm going to report for y'all on an update, we have mothers that kill their children, all types of crazy stuff. So, you know, I want to get into too much negativity because, of course, I want to honor the great, great mothers that we do have out here. But, you know, it's your news, our views, and we got to talk about it. We want to tell it right. Like, what's wrong? We want to tell it right. So we want to talk about that part as well. Uh, the other mothers, the bad mothers. Um, but getting right into it, y'all know how I do with my what in the what and my what in the worlds. And hmm, the goddess chairs always got them for y'all. Y'all know I do my due diligence to come on here so I can talk y'all heads off. Uh, and hopefully, I'm not going to be the only one talking tonight, right? Yeah, I'm going to be the only one talking tonight. Hit me up, 443-642-9403, or get at me up in these chats. I even posed ahead. My good girlfriend on here tonight. She was telling me all yesterday, I'm going to come through here. Yes, the Amira Howard, Mimi, who actually brought me back to the scene of um, Radio some years back when we started on Be Exposed uh, with one of our shows on the come up. Um, me, her, and um, Booby, Booby James. 
Um, that was a great experience. But you know, prior to that, WOB, 1010 AM, do the Hope Village um, radio show. Of course, I used to just do little stuff on Facebook and social media when it came through. But you know, this always kind of been my thing. But she posed been coming through here. But you already know, like I told you, day to day is always some changes. So you <laughs> you never know. So it's all good. Maybe I can have a funny tale. Um, come through here um, next week or just to call and say something or whatever else like that so y'all can see too how crazy she is. But you do got love um, Amira Howard and she is doing well. That's why I wanted her to come through here or she wanted to come through here. So I was like, yeah, sure, girl. You know, you can come through here. You know, you the one who brought me <laughs> to here. Well, how I know about being exposed. So that's really what it was all about. Um, but maybe next time, next time, all right? Next time, all right. So on last week's show, we did, I did mention about the Met Gala, right? But it was a couple of things that I forgot to mention. So I talked about the Met Gala that was held on May the 1st up in New York at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Yes, I did. This year's theme, oh, first of all, the celebrities did come out dressed in a press based on the theme of Carl Lagenfeld, um, a line of beauty. He actually was the creative director for Chanel, you know, so he passed away. The theme was in honor of him and the celebs, they came out. You know, this is an invite only event, invite only, and they say that they are like lip tied, jaw shut, jaw locked, on the invitees into like the evening prior. So no one really knows who's coming and that thing of sort of sort. Um, and then for, for Mother's Day, guess what happened that I didn't get to tell y'all? Serena Williams, yes. She announced or actually revealed that she is having another baby with her husband, Alexis. Is it Alex or Alexis? Um, but she's having another baby. Yeah, she stopped on the carpet and she had announced to the reporters out there that it was actually three people on the carpet that day. I seen a picture that was taken of her and you can kind of see her husband holding on to her belly, holding on to her stomach. She said that she was so excited when Anna Winter, who is also um, the Vogue editor in chief, she is actually the chair of this Met Gala who called and invited her and her husband to the event. She said that she was excited. She later um, said in a TikTok post that she did that she was excited when she got the call and an invite for the three of them. So that was another way that she was actually revealing that she is with child again. Yeah, so Serena Williams revealed that. I didn't see a lot of outlets, well, for us, like, you know, social media, news outlets talking about it. So I thought that that was interesting when I got off the air last week. I was like, oh, I didn't even hear that at first. But, you know, I kind of go back and still be looking at certain stories and stuff that I bring up. So I seen that and I said, okay, Serena Williams, go ahead, work mother. She is having another baby. And then I also talked about when we brought it up last week was ASAP Rocky and they was trying to say that he just was being outrageous and he used somebody's face as a springboard or whatever else like that. But anyhow, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna was another one of the celebs that was in attendance. And of course, they was dressed to impress, right? And um, the update on her while I'm bringing it back up is that they just now announced their son's name, their, their son's baby name. And guess what it is? 
is in honor of a Wu-Tang person. Wu-Tang, the RZA. Yes. So the reveal of the baby name is revealing that Rihanna's baby son name is, let me get it right, RZA Adelstun Mayers. Adelstun, A-T-H-E-L, S-T-S-E-T-O-N. That's like his middle name. But the RZA you know, with these celebrities and everything else like that, they kind of been really getting really creative um, with their names. But I was a little shocked. I was like, okay, on the RZA um, being so he's still, yeah, he's still living and everything else like that. So it's cute. It's cute. I mean, come on. We naming out the celebs, naming their kids, all types of stuff. You know, the girl Cardi B was in there. She has her baby culture. That was a little weird to me. Even when Beyonce, my girl B, when she named her baby Blue, you know, that was a little different. Not weird, but should I say different? Yes, we have a habit. I call it things that's different weird, but not weird because I like it. Um, me, for one, um, as a mother, when I started to have my children, I myself was like, I'm going to name my, son, my children something different, something with meaning that means something to me, not something that just sounds good. And I'll never forget when I was telling people, uh, because back then, like people was, you know, the cutesy names, the, you know, the, 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 the usual, I should say the usual name. So when I was telling people what I was naming my first son, it was like, what? Say it again. What is it? And my first son name being Dar Naji. Um, they were like, what, what, what? So we kind of now call him Naji. Um, for short, but his name is Dar Naji, right? Cause his dad named Dar Now, So I didn't want to Dar Now. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be different. So more people are coming to really like naming their children something that it means to them and not just because it sounds good. So it's no shock that a celebrity would name their child the RZA, but it was a little shocking. I was like, okay, that she does acknowledge that it is in honor of the Wu-Tang Clan member, the RZA. So there you go. Those are a couple of updates that I thought was interesting from the Met Gala. Uh, yeah, Serena Williams, ready to have another baby. Her daughter that they already had back in 2017, her name is Olympia. You know, that's not a common name. So that's a little bit different. So you can see the lane that she was in for us that. So I don't know. What do y'all think her baby, the new baby's name is going to be? We got Brianna. New baby name is Ritha. Um, and what do you think Serena Williams' new baby is going to be? Olympia? What's your name? Tennis? Um, racket? <laughs> Anything. You know, one of the most outrageous in naming we know was the late, the wonderful Michael Jackson. I thought was one of the um, most unique ones when he named his baby Blanket. So, yeah, Beyonce, Blue. Come on now. That's what they doing around here in these parts. So don't act like y'all know. Um, and even when my daughter named Nazar, he was like, what? 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 I wanted to kind of like a sky or something like that. So then when I was like Zah and I looked and I liked the meanings and everything else like that, I just went and I just sounded good to me. Um, but all of them have meanings. My son Ja and everything else like that. All of them have meanings. So yeah. Um, so those were the updates that I had for us with the Met Gala. I did was able to see the picture of her husband holding her stomach and everything else like that. So it's official. Serena Williams is having another baby and it's official that Brianna finally re revealed her baby son name, her and ASAP Rocket. The RZA, I think it's a lit. I think it's a lit. The RZA, 
Rihanna. Hi, I'm Rihanna. This is my son, Rizzo. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Do y'all like it? I like it. What is not to like about Rihanna? And guess what, mother? Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. So that's it, y'all, falls with the Met Gala. But just let me know what y'all think. I had a couple of those updates. Um, talking about some business here in Baltimore City, I see that the man had just announced that he was releasing houses here that were on the city's tax sale, um, properties that were actually still occupied. He was going to remove them, um, properties up to worth up to $250,000. So a lot of people, I was saying that that's great because we were saying, you know, if you don't know about the issues here in Baltimore city, sometimes all these abandoned houses, um, people wonder how does it get like that? I always used to say that it was contributed to, you know, people getting older, younger family members, people getting older, transitioning, passing away, younger family members not not able for the upkeep of the home, you know, they become vacant or whatever else. But then also on the backside, I let it be a lot of developers, you know, buying these houses, move out of the town and just don't do nothing with them, like buy the whole blocks or whatever else, just don't do nothing with them. Don't give us um, the opportunities. A couple of times here we had it where you could buy a house for a dollar and everything else like that. But then it was issues, too, with getting the funds to renovate it and to actually fix it up. So a lot of that was going on. So I think that was a plus on the mayor's part. I'm sure that will help individuals because, baby, my water bill high now I own. I need to go down there to that municipal building and um, <laughs> sign up for that assistance down there. That's another good thing, too, that I like uh, about my city that, you know, things do happen. People find themselves in a bind. But I see that there are a lot of programs um, being developed to help people with stuff like that, especially that water bill, baby. Because at first we was getting billed quarterly. Now we getting a bill every month and it's just outrageous. Um, so if I had a house, well, if I was a homeowner, which I'm not, I told y'all I'm pushing. Y'all know I didn't have realtors on here. I didn't told y'all about my relationship. I didn't have a realtor. It just has not been in the cards for me just yet. But I, it's coming. It's coming. My house is going to be nice. Um, <laughs> but it's coming. But yes, there's so many boarded up houses and everything else like that. People are buying blocks and everything. So he said... For the ones that's on the tax sale that are still occupied, meaning there are people still in them that's having those issues just like me with that water bill or for whatever reason, not for paying their taxes, things of that, their house has been placed on this list to um, be taken away from them. So the city basically takes the house because of them not paying their taxes or whatever. But he says that he's coming on. Well, it is leniency. He said that he was going to bring it up. And then for the um, estimates meeting, and I think it went through because this was actually announced on Tuesday that he had the idea, the plan to do this. And it was supposed to be discussed in their Wednesday meeting this week uh, if it was going to be official. So I think that it was. So kudos to Mayor Brandon Scott. And I know that definitely gave some relief to thousands of mothers. You get me? To those elderly mothers who are in this community, who are struggling um, with their mon monthly income, you know, um, that leaves them, unfortunately, in the low income bracket and the poverty 
um, locations and everything else like that. So that's good to know. They can keep their house. Uh, and I say mothers because I have brought up the fact that too, um, in our communities, a lot of times fathers are not, but uh, a lot of times they are. So I don't want to make it, I don't want to say that that's the whole stereotype, but guess what? What's wrong? I'm going to tell it right. Like, basically, it'd be a lot of that going on around here. So in a lot of these households, you don't. You don't see a man. So that's why I was saying mothers. Not to say that men ain't out here owning their houses and doing all that other stuff. And not to say that my people ain't out here married and doing the same, the daggone thing with a two-parent household and doing what they know how to do. That's not saying that at all. But we telling it right to say that that did be the case probably uh, 80% of the time. I was ready to say 95, but I'm going to say right 80% of the time that is the case. So if you was in that situation and you're a Baltimore City resident and your house has a value up to $250,000, guess what? The mayor is trying to put it in place where your house, you are not in threat of losing your house. So. That's one good thing. You know, we talk about Brandon Scott and um, the issues that we have with some of his, I guess, his actions to bring down the crime here in the city, as well as some things that I voiced my concern about for us, like, you know, some of the killings and trying to push it off on other people and things like that. But, you know, we see somebody doing something good. You got to give them a little bit of kudos. So I thought that was a good thing. So I'm giving him this kudos. I ain't got nothing against him. Um, love them to death, especially for doing that <laughs> for the mothers of Baltimore City. But then talking about mayors too. Oh, but hold on. Y'all also know that that curfew. So that was an update, which was a good thing. And also to the response of all of the census violence that continues to happen in the city. And more so here lately, it has been involving the youth. After the incident on Easter that occurred in downtown Baltimore, out in a harbor location where two youth were injured, I don't think no one was killed um, actually that night. But back then, the mayor had announced that he would be going back to the old ways because that's what he said in the statement. He said, listen up and listen clear. We're going back to the old ways where these children need to be in the house. I don't think he said that part, but he <laughs> did kind of lead to saying that he would put measures in place to get us back on a curfew. So that is moving. I seen him confirming it the other day as well. And the curfew will start on Memorial's Day. So I'll be trying to tell y'all a little information and updates about that, especially in our city. And if you're living in our city, so you would know. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, he is, I guess, doing what he can do to feel or what he feels will give some impact to try to diminish some of this crime. But at the same time, I'm telling you, this also is going to be a push to the hold parents responsible, the hold parents responsible. And me as a mother, you know, I guess before I used to have children, you hear people say it all the time. A lot of the stuff starts in the household, you know, children get it from somewhere and all of that, yada, yada, yada. That's true in some regards, but what's wrong? I'm going to tell it right. That's not always the case. Sometimes we can raise them, give them all the foundation that they need and everything else like that. And I think people sometimes forget that children are their own people. You know, we all were children once. We all grew up. We are our own people. Some people have to live their own flight and some people just have to live it for their self. No matter how many times you tell them 
And then with all this other stuff we have out here now, social media and all these other forms of peer pressure. See, when we was younger, it just was the kids <laughs> that was in our ear when we would be around each other as far as that peer pressure, that would be it. But now we got the peer pressure. They can leave school. They can go on social media. They can go on Instagram. They can do all this. They can lie. All of that stuff, right? So it's all of that what's going on. And it's different. It's different now. And it be going down. <laughs> it be going down. So the curfew is going to start on Memorial Day. Anyone 14 and younger will have to be in the house at 9 o'clock. And anyone 17 and younger, their curfew will be 10. So 18 and older, you good. Again, this is in response. And I'm trying to make sure these kids going to be in the house. But it's also a push to try to get to these parents to be more responsible for their kids. Brandon Scott was basically saying that, yeah, you know, that is concerning. Certain hours of the night, why is your child at this age so far from the home? You know, but we know what a lot of the issues be like we have a lot of incompetent people that is birthing these children these mothers and these fathers that is not together so on top of that and substance abuse or whatever we see it all the time um that's what it is so it's a whole bunch of that <laughs> and that is the effect you know those are a lot of the causes to why we have some of this stuff but that is the effect and that's how it goes down here it's unfortunate it's wrong, but I'm going to tell it right. And we know that I'm telling the truth when I say that everybody that gives birth to children, we children raising children. We used to always say that too with a lot of teenage pregnancy. Um, but a lot of it ain't all that. I'm going through a situation now um, with children, my child and stuff like that in school and stuff like that. And just to see the response from the parents. You know, and then we wonder why some of these kids is how they is because the parents be with the mess and the children be with the mess. So when you see them kids and you're like, why are they always for the mess? And then you get to meet the mother or whoever is in that guardianship role for them. You be so, oh, so that's what I'm going through now. And just like also I was saying, you'll have a lot of times parents that's not for the mess. Like me, myself, I'm not for the mess. You know, I teach my children to take up for themselves and everything else like that. But I tell them to avoid negativity in certain situations as much as they can. It's never that serious to get physical with anybody over words. But if somebody hits you, then you got to act like you know, you know. So I teach my children that, you know, and especially I, I do it a lot more so now with me acknowledging that the social media um, plays a big part. And all this peer pressure, a lot of this bullying and stuff like that. I'm constantly putting in my children head. Don't worry about nothing that nobody say. Even though words do hurt, but like, don't worry about it. What they do for you. I don't know how many times I had to have this conversation. Do they know you? What they do for you? What you only see them in school or whatever. I was like that, but I get it. Words do do hurt. That's not the truth that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Look, I'm always done up one of them old sayings for y'all, right? Because that is not true. Because words do hurt, but we got to know that as much as those negative words are going to come to our children, we got to really, really try to feed the positive ones into them. Yeah, them affirmations and all that, and keep on just reassuring them that everybody is going to be talking about you. I had to get that through my head when I was a youngster. You know, I kind of got it in my head like, look, everybody talk about you all the time. It's people walk past you. 
look at you, don't even know you, and they place judgment or they saying whatever they gonna say in their mind. I'm guilty of it. Come on now. You know, you be driving down the street sometimes or <laughs> like that. And you see somebody, like, um, why they, uh, yeah, and all that other stuff. Or, you know, you just pass judgment on my say certain stuff. So I know if, I'm, if I've done it, I know people say it to me. But right now, I just don't care what people say. Um, but I know that they are children that children kind of do. And we have adults, too, that care what people say, you know. But even though I don't care what people say, doesn't mean that words still don't hurt me. So they do hurt. But I definitely, definitely be trying to tell moms, don't listen to it. Do not listen to it until somebody put their hands on you. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a lot of that. If you got these kids out here in Baltimore City that you think is going to be hanging out all downtown and in a harbor, I suggest the summertime you find something for them to do. The mayor, Brandon Scott, was also... Uh, announcing that it's going to be a lot of, you know, summer camps and stuff like that. So they're trying to look uh, for different programs, bringing different stuff for the recreation center to try to be more helpful in that regards to give these children something productive to do. But at the same time, get your kids. And if you're not the mother or the father and you over the gun and roll, get your kids. Because if not, unfortunately, they're going back to the old ways or what they always say. It's going to be your fault. So if your children is 14 and younger and they caught out there and they under 14, they coming for you. <laughs> I think it's going to be a warning and something. They coming for you. If they out there and they 17 and under and it's after 10, they coming for you. So, yeah, just keep your eyes open because I, I really haven't really seen anything about how they really plan to you know, carry this through, like exactly who it's going to be going through or anything, like what's the process, what's going to be the procedure when they do find a juvenile. My opinion was with the whole curfew thing that it was a bit messy since we talking about messy. I get it and I'm trying to do something, but I'm like, okay, we know children don't look like children nowadays. So how do you determine is the, uh, in my opinion, it's going to be too much in the action from the police without youth who already have a tumultuous relationship and a relationship that's already strained. I feel like in situations where um, we're using authority or whoever, because I also had seen something before where the health department was supposed to be lending a hand to this effort with this curfew. So I don't know if they're going to have, you know, other workers from that department, from the health department out there and trying to seek these kids who are violating the curfew or uh, police going to be approaching the kids or whatever. But my thing is you need to work on that interaction and that engagement between the police and the community much more as well. You know, before you, you know, setting things in stone or bringing them back to the old days, then we're going to have the old days where the police walking up to everybody and just asking them, yeah, it's, it's going to be something, y'all. Just watch what I say. It's, it's going to be something that comes from it, but I do hope that it's going to be something good. But my feeling is it's going to be a whole bunch of that. How do you distinguish that? Children do not look like children a lot of times. Today. It's like, how do you distinguish who's 14 and younger? You know, asking them. A lot of children don't have IDs. Um, a lot of children had the traumas and already their previous negative interactions with the police. So the police trying to approach them. They're going to be running. The police going to be thinking they're doing something. They weren't doing nothing. 
uh, it's gonna be some some harassment. Uh, oh, they was messing with me. Oh, I, I just don't know. So I'm looking. I'm gonna keep on looking back into it to see what exactly their procedures gonna be and all of that stuff. But right now, as I'm reporting, it's unclear. But the curfew is going into effect. And I thought that it was a little um, something, not crazy, but uh, last year, I believe the 17-year-old um, Neil Mack was killed on Memorial Day. So the fact that he is launching that on Memorial Day, I think he was recognizing from that incident that happened on uh, Easter Sunday that, yeah, these children want to come downtown, they want to hang out all hours of the night, and we keep on getting these uh, gathering, gatherings. They've been unruly, and unfortunately, senseless acts of violence are a lot of times the result of that. So that was his reasoning for, of course, wanting to do the curfew. And y'all been saying, do something. So that's one of the things that Mayor Brandstock is going to do, and a few of the things that he just now announced aside from taking those houses from the tech sale. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit with y'all. But tell me what you think. If you hear, let me know in the chat. Uh, call me up and let me know. I know I'll be talking about a lot of stuff, jumping all through here, in and out and stuff like that, conversations. But that's only because I'm right here <laughs> kind of talking to myself and my thoughts be all over the place sometimes. But I know what I be thinking. And guess what? What's wrong? I'm going to tell it right. Uh, and with all the announcements from Mayor Brandon Scott, he's not the only mayor that is talking. Yes, former Mayor Sheila Dixon was on an interview um, with the popular station here, Fox. Yes, Fox, Fox, Fox. Uh, talking about uh, what she feels and deems as some issues. It's been 13 years already since Sheila Dixon has been a man here in Baltimore. They basically shunned her out, pushed that girl out, talking about some um, gift cards <laughs> and everything else like that that she has stole. So uh, she hasn't been reelected since then. I know she wasn't a running the last time, but I'm saying there's going to be some issues with that. Now, I love Sheila. It's going to be some issues with that because, of course, once they put that out, the blast side, people going to believe it. And then not only from the community, but then um, also in the political arena and all that other stuff. So, I don't know. But Sheila Dixon on her interview, she was on there basically, and she was talking about reasons that she believed that people was leaving Baltimore City, saying that people initially believe that it's always for the crime, but she believes it's also about the education that people live because they of the lack of the great school system here and people leave because they want a better education for their children. She also spoke on that she believes that the Baltimore City Public Schools need a change in the current C CEO, Miss um, Sunlis. Yes, that while she's wonderful, while she's nice, that it's time for her to go. Yes, Michelle Dixon said it's time for her to go. Um, she was all there. She just was talking about you know, when she was in there in office, she used to actually meet with the school board, with the CEO, with the school board um, and other people who were involved in the whole logistics or the budgeting um, throughout the school year. She used to meet with them monthly. She was saying that you can't keep putting money into a system that is basically like a mess. She was like, if she was back up in there, 
she definitely would make some changes. She would call everybody to the table and ask the hard um the hard questions like, how are we going to change this? I was shocked, like, okay, now uh, my boy Chris Pat then pulled my girl Sheila and see his best. People be saying that he um is messy, but I live for it, you know, because he be going and he be doing his and um his investigation thing, and he do be bringing a lot of things to light that I know I didn't necessarily know. I don't um use them for my for my only means of receiving information. Um, should I say that? But here in Baltimore City, and especially with that school board, that Chris Pepps has been on their toes. You know, the last one of the last things I was reporting on um, was the test scores when it was determined that so many schools here in the city didn't have not one student who was efficient in math on their level. He put that out there. Um, an update that I seen on that is that now they changing on the site how they report it. So they took the scores down, and after when he put it on blast, they took it down, alleging that they took it down because it could identify people, like, so for privacy reasons, but yet and still, they have other information or they're about the fights, the kid, uh, race, the age. So it's not like if you didn't look or if you knew or someone who had the situation of the school, you would be like, oh, yeah, that was them who was involved in that situation. So um, that was another point that he was bringing up. But when they was talking to Michelle Edison, she said it is time for them, <laughs> her, to go. She said she is wonderful, it's nice, but it's time for her to go. Now, because I seen that and I seen Ms. Dixon saying all this stuff, I tried to go and do my little research myself. I did see it wasn't really nothing that I could gather that could say that things were much better when Sheila Dixon was in office. But I did see that when she was in office at Mayor, things as far as our graduation rate here in the city, as well as our enrollment was on the high. That has drastically um, declined since she's been in office drastically. Um, also, our population, I think it was saying it was like a hundred thousands. And back in like 2010, so you know, she was speaking on too that they're not just leaving the city because of crime. But I don't know too much about that. Not to say people don't want their kids to have a good um, education, but people that I know that then left this city, yeah, they may mention education, but it be about the crime. It be about the crime. They want a more safer, more productive environment for their children. They say that more so than about the education. And that's just to be real. Um, but she led on to that, that people are only le leaving for the crime, but also the education. Um, so I, I found that interesting that since she's been out of office and it's been 13 years now. So 13 years ago would have been 2010. And that looks like when our population of the city like drastically like just left, like everybody just left. And of course, when Sheila Dixon was in office, you know, she was really big on youth programming. Um she did a lot and she was really big on the beautification and stuff like that in the city. We talked about that too before up in here that she used to have these roads and these streets together, honey. Um, but now you want these shocks and everything else. I know uh, one week down here, baby, I thought I was at the tire shop every day on two days, every other day with a flat tire because they was doing so much construction on streets and um, nails and different items will be left down there, giving me a whole mess. But yeah, so what y'all think about that? Do y'all think that she got a point though about 
that a lot of people live for the education. I do believe that it's valid. I do believe that a lot of people do leave for that reason as well. But I think that it's more have to do as well with the safety um, and just the environment and just the energy um, that is here, that that crab mentality. Yes, we famous for the crabs, but just that crab mentality um, and just the, the crime, the drugs, all of that, you know, more so live, leave because of all of those reasons. Um, but she was on there, y'all, and she was voicing her opinion. Um, I mentioned what news media she was on, so you can definitely check it out on your own time. Uh, she was saying some stuff, not really a lot, you know, basic stuff or whatever, because when I was listening to the conversation, I was like, hold on, what is she saying? <laughs> Especially when she was saying, like, what she was doing when they asked the question. I thought she was going to say some real um, deep stuff. I was chirping though, because <laughs> I was like, that's how you do it. That's how you're supposed to do an interview. You know, when they ask you a real deep question and you begin, um, when you're trying to gather your thoughts, that's what sister was doing. That's what uh, big sis was doing. She was trying to gather her thoughts um, on what her answer would be. You don't want somebody ask you a question and you kind of recite the question back before you actually respond to it. So when he asked her what was she, what would she do if she was the man? What would she do to um, school board or how would she try to address the issue? So she's like, what would I try to do if I was the man? And da, 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 what I would do it's called the people to the table, the administrator, and whoever else would I was saying ask the hard questions. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure they're doing that now, but <laughs> anyhow, I don't know if they're doing that meeting every month. See, that might be a good thing too, because I'm telling you, she was right when she said that. Y'all keep putting money into a system. How you not checking your balances? Like, how you not checking your balances? How does stuff continue to go on? in the system and then y'all just act oblivious like y'all don't know nothing and sometimes it may be true that y'all are oblivious and that should tell you that that is a problem that's why you have to keep on following up and meeting about these things so um even though it wasn't much different when she was in office as far as like i guess uh the grading but then also a lot has changed as well too like requirements within the school system that it takes to graduate you know things of that nature so things were different respectfully 13 years ago so understanding, you know, probably would bring about some differences in the graduation rate and the enrollment rate. Um, but at the same time, we, we, we knew it was a mess, but we, I guess it wasn't a lot of that stuff coming out about all of the issues or all of the issues weren't really coming out about what was going on in the school board when she was uh, in there. Yeah, they was hiding it. And then we ain't have so much exposure either, right? Like the social media and the cameras and everything else like that. They know it. They know stuff be going on. Um, and, and Sheila Dixon did too. That's why she was meeting with them every month, okay? She's doing her checks and balances. Um, but unfortunately, they was too busy checking for her, trying to get out here <laughs> about those gift cards. And L Street's been bumpy and cracked up and all that ever since. So uh, Sister Dixon, the former mayor, Sheila Dixon, her comments about Al Kern, Baltimore City CEO, Sandalise. <laughs> is it Sandalise? Or oh, I always be trying to mix her first name with her last name. Is it Sandra or Sandra Sandalise or something? Dr. Sonia Sandalise. Yeah, she said it's time for her to go. <laughs> 
She said, it is time for her to go. So that definitely, definitely had me cracking up. The streets been cracking up since she's been gone. And that definitely had me cracking up too. But she was something. She said she's wonderful and why she thinks she's a great person. It is time for her to go. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead, forward, Angela Dixon. I wonder if she going to try to run again when they come back again. Because the last time, uh, like I was saying, she didn't. She didn't win it. That's, you know, Brandon Scott did for the, for the uh, what is it, Democratic uh, candidate. So let's see. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, look, and I'm always thinking, right? But that's what I'm thinking, that it's kind of moving to that. Uh, you're probably going to see the um, shell addiction campaigning, what I've assumed. Because I'm like, okay, they got on the news. Well, that ain't going to be right until she do. Until she wins. Yes. And, and I'm like, they bring in the news trying to get her input on these things. So that may be a clear sign that she already get. Well, this will be her third. This will be her third run since being mayor. Mm. Did you know it was that long ago? I didn't. When she's I was looking at her, I was like, wow. She's ran in every election since she, uh, well, since, not since, um, Right, since she could, because I remember when yeah, that controversy she ran, she ran stuff happened with her, she um, couldn't Sheila, run for a while. She ran against Stephanie in her second term. She didn't okay. run in the first term because you know uh, she took over for uh, Stephanie took over for Sheila after right. she left office. Right, um, finished. She finished out Sheila's last term, and then she won re-election. I mean, she won the election for her to have her own mayorship. Right. And then, and then when she got charged term. and all that stuff was that, it was a time frame that she couldn't. No, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. So Stephanie came in when she got charged after, okay. after the verdict was all done and stuff. Because she didn't have to quit. Like, keep reminding right. that. She did not have to quit. And in, in the charter for Baltimore, a mayor can't be terminated, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, because so I remember when, first, when Stephanie Rollins Blake came in, she wasn't elected, right? She came in. Right. So she so she stepped down and Sheila was the city council. I mean not Sheila, Stephanie right. was the, the city council president and took over the rest of her term, basically. Right. And um, I think that was bigger hard too. You know, the step whatever, down. Whatever. And... Uh-uh. uh mm-mm. nope. <laughs> nope. Not doing you that. like that. She was <laughs> step down. She shouldn't. Have. No, she shouldn't have. And Stephanie shouldn't have been mayor. Um, <laughs> neither one of those things should have happened. Um, so, like, like I said, so um, she finished out the rest of Sheila's term. Then she got elected mayor for her own mayorship. Right. She ran again for her second term. Sheila did come back and run against her for the second term. Oh, lost. Okay, but she lost to her. She lost. Then she, then Catherine came and ran after for the next mayorship. Sheila ran again. Yes. Lost to Catherine. Lost to Catherine. She, and then sure she ran again for Brandon. Lost to Brandon. Yeah. But she was still in, in both of those cases, though, she wasn't that far off from winning. No, I mean, she I, wasn't. I wanted to preface that by saying that, too, because she was real close to taking all three of those. She was always second right. place in every last one. I know, actually, I think she was third place in when she ran against Stephanie. But in when she was running against Catherine, she was second place. When she ran against Brandon, she was second place. And it wasn't that far of a margin for her to have big taken that those two jobs again. So you think she running? I think she will run again. I don't. I don't yeah, think why I not. think she's she gonna run again. And every uh, time she's ran, she's had more support than all of right. the candidates. More support, more money in the coffers than every last one of the candidates. It's just that 
people were still weary. Yeah. But and, and I have to put that in context because you're weary over this woman who was in control of a billion dollar budget. Yeah, million dollar plus budget, but you and were we should have been more wary on why they were throwing on Mr. Boss and gift cards. That does not add up to me. She had a, a autonomy, okay? It sounds like a setup of the gov- of the government's money, but you're simply worried about fifteen hundred dollars. That's what you're, you you base yeah. this on. And it's kind and of like they were looking for something. Do you know all the opportunities of stealing there is in a billion dollar budget mm. and you're worried about $1,500? That's ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous as a grown adult that you're worried about somebody with $1,500 when they control yes. a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense to me. And to me, sense. you know, in that whole matter, it just seemed like they was just fishing. Like, you know, when all that stuff was coming out, it just seemed like they was looking for something. You know, that's what was all that controversy they bring I don't know. I don't know what the climate was because it wasn't this, back then. It wasn't this Republican de- Democrat infighting yeah. the way it is today. Back right. then, it was totally different. I don't. As far as I was concerned, it, uh, we were pretty happy with Sheila's job. Yeah, I think we were. I, was, I, think- I wanted her to not drop step down because, and, I, and I, I, think- I say she was the best. For the city, I've always said. Mm. Mm. I still say that, and she needs to be put back in there so she can turn this ship around. Hmm. Fix these streets. All I remember was at, at least every other Saturday there was a cleanup day. Yes. She was, was real big. She was real big on the events. The recreation she centers did not start closing until she left office. Yes. She ain't play about these um, cultural events that was in the city, anything for the youth. She ain't exactly. play about the parade. She ain't play about none of that. None of that. that you know, it's like real seldom now that you, like, I, I don't even ever hear about it. Because I remember the last time you told me, I think it was you that told me about the Martin Luther King parade. That I did yeah. not know that happened. That went down Martin, um, Martin Luther King Boulevard. Uh-huh. I did not know that was yeah, happening. When they had it, they... at that. That was more publicized. There used to be the banners hanging from the street lights that you could that would tell you that this was All coming. That. I didn't see any of that. Oh my goodness, that you bring that up. Yes, and like the decorations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like on the holidays, you rarely see that now. Like downtown, they all of the the nice decorations off of the street lights on the posing to look you know, so pretty. Bus, but I see the bus. I don't ride a bus, but I see the bus when I'm driving. Right. There used to be advertisements on the bus for that, but now all you see on the advertisement for the bus is I'm talking about vape pen. None of it. And, right. <laughs> and asthma. None of it. But you say some things moving, and hopefully if she come in here, she'll move that water bill back to every three months. I want to get a hold of that. I, I really do. As an accountant, <laughs> I want to get a hold of that. I want to get a hold of that whole entire department to see what is making our water bill so high. Why did y'all take it from every three months to every single month? Because that wow. made it increase even more. Because now I pay what I was paying, yes. I, I was paying in a quarter. Is what I pay every month. month. I pay more than that. Yes, baby, my water bill thousands of dollars. My bill used to be fifty dollars. I'm in the room with y'all. I don't go down here and work something out because because that's because we paying for the clean up the bay. I don't understand. We don't drink the water out the bay. Why are we cleaning the bay? Why are we paying to clean the bay with our water bill money when we don't drink the bay? Right. That's what I, I do not understand that. It don't make sense to me. You don't clean the water for the bay to provide drinking water for your citizens. So why are the citizens stuck with paying for the bay? 
Mm. I understand the bay needs to be clean. Talk about it. I'm not disagreeing that the bay needs to be clean, but it should be coming from environmental and not from our coffers. Not from that's mm. another tax basically to pay for the bay Talk being clean. Talk about it. I haven't touched the bay water in I don't know how long. Okay. And how about my naive stuff? I used to get the bay, the Chesapeake Bay Place. <laughs> I live, <laughs> I live, I want to give it, I want to give it 1.5 miles away the from place. the bay. I probably live 1.5 miles away from the inner harbor. I haven't smelled that water in years. Mm. <laughs> Let alone and we pay for it. Let alone looked at it. I haven't seen that water in years. I don't know what that water looks like today. It, it doesn't make sense that that is coming out of our water bill money. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it don't. It don't. It and does, I ain't even do that. I don't even together. know. At we least you, at least you got something to why it's so high. Reservoir or the Deer Park, I mean, um, the Drew Hill Park Reservoir. That's where our water right. comes from. Now, if you were talking well, about look, if she get back up in office, if she get back up in office, we gonna have to look, try to get an aid, try to get look some marketing for that thing or uh, financial services. But yeah, that water bill is a big one. was going on, honey. That water bill is a big one. That water bill. It don't make sense that you tacked on to the water bill a bay restoration thing. That does not add up to me. And I would love for somebody in Baltimore City Council to make it add up to me. Make that add up to me for why we paying for the bay through our water bill. Why? When our water why? bill comes, when our water comes from rain falling into a reservoir, mm. not into the bay, because I would decline. I, I would decline that water running through my house if you talking about putting the bay water in here. I'm declining. <laughs> Take these pipes out of here. I will drink. Get my own, my own filtration system. No, water is supposed to be. That water. It's more dead bodies in there and eyeball glaze in that water than there is water. No, thank you. Yes. Water is supposed to be free. <laughs> the animals, the animals don't want to be in that water. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. That's what got me to using Dawn. And even the police, shut... see the police shut down their bait, their um water um service. They don't even yeah, service the water. The Marines, the <laughs> we talked about that last week when they say the police, they don't have that anywhere. Only one has a boat is the um, fire department. And here's but another one. Yeah, they don't want to be in the water. Remember the people that fell off the boat? Why did they all die? Oh, because it was the mess. It was toxic. Because the because if you can swim, you shouldn't have died. You see what I'm mm. saying? That water. It's the water. It was poison. Water. It was so poison. we trying to clean it up. I mean, it ain't clean up. How does it keep on getting polluted? Hmm. If it doesn't have anything to do without, you know, people just discarding trash and stuff and all that, right? Yes, that's not it. That's not it. Trash floats. Trash sits right. at the bottom. Trash maybe pollute, maybe kill your your. Um, but what I'm saying is that it's being filtered like how you're bringing up. It's not the trash might kill your marine life, but that's not the pollutant. Right. The pollutant. Is so why is it mess like that? Why we got restore it? It's chemicals that's polluting the, the bay. All the businesses. Thank you. Runoff. Around it, dumping runoff it, illegal and dumping. Runoff. And street runoff. The stuff that comes off our cars runs off back into the bay. All of that. Right. It's coming from all of that. All the chemicals we stuff put that in our you car. Right. Gasoline. Every time it rains, that runoff goes right back into the bay. And our bay is like a cul-de-sac, so everything is just sitting there. It's not like it's flowing back into the ocean, which would dilute it some more if it was just flowing back into the ocean. But because we are surround, our bay is surrounded by land, and it's only one way in and one way out, it's just sitting in our bay. Right. 
So even though they got the well, plan, they, they had that plan where they was going to put that grass that was going to just sit on top of the water to help clean the water, help filter that water out. Yeah. That still wasn't going to work. It was just going to kill the chemicals. This was going to kill that grass. Wow. So what's the rest of these things doing? They need they need to come up with something to try to suck that water yeah. out and reap and clean it. Yeah, and indeed, that's what they well, you think that's what they're using the restoration fee for? What are they doing? They're just doing it for research to keep testing it and tell us how toxic and polluted it is. Like what they doing to fix the problem. Mm-mm. Cause when you hear about restoration, that's kind and of that's like restore we need an investigation, and I would love to lead that investigation. I would love <laughs> to lead that investigation. Right, because when you say restoration fee, the the question that you just asked just now, what are they doing with that restoration fee? Is the question that the citizens would like to know. Right? Is are y'all using it actually because for what it's to restore? It should be refunded. <laughs> I want my money. What back. are y'all doing? Because y'all should have been able to build a system by now. Ocean City, the water's brown. Oh, it's brown. I don't care, I don't care yeah. what you're trying to do with that water. If you're what not you doing, doing it, this should be an environmental an environmental problem. Right. Not I mean, w, are y'all using the money just to problem. test it? That's not a DPW problem. A DPW problem, a Department of Public Works, is supposed to help the work, do the work of the citizens, provide right. services to the citizens. Right. Doing anything with that ocean with that ocean water is environmental. That's a totally different department. Right. That's so the I EPA. Don't know. I don't know. We gotta it get we gotta we gotta get on it. Look. Mm. <laughs> we gotta get on it. Sheila. But get that's the question that don't be asked, though. When you go to those committee meetings, that's not yeah. the question that's being asked. The question is being asked, they're doing it like this. They're proposing to you that we're going to add this a little bit of money to your water bill to clean the bay. Now, that sounds good. Right. right. That but what are you actually doing to clean the bay? You should be adding that to my water bill. That's where the line should have been drawn. Like, oh, 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 wait, what you talking about? No. Right. You talking about adding it to my water bill to clean the bay? What that got to do with you bringing me water to my house? Water. Yeah. What does that have to do with the service that you're providing to bring water to my house? None. None. We're not drinking the bay. bay. We don't use the bay to wash our bodies. That's not the water that we're asking to pay for. So why are you bringing it to the water bill? Our water bill. Why is that right? Why is that on our water bill? Now, if you want to put that a part of property tax, then okay. That would be more likely well, that might be. to be a part of a property tax because we live here. The bay is a part of us. Right. Because you live in Baltimore, because you live in Maryland, you have to take care of the bay. Now, that's a part of property tax. Because if you mm-hmm. want to live with on, on the land, then you need to take care of the water that surrounds you. Okay, fine right. and dandy. But not a part of my water bill. That has nothing right. to do with the consumption of water that I'm taking in. Oh, it's a lot of questions because guess what? They be putting all these restoration fees. We talked before about the, the the cameras and the speed cameras and everything else like that. So when they put things in place to say it's for this, like okay, yeah, now y'all getting the money. What y'all doing with it? Mm-hmm. And like you said, I definitely would want to know. Like, what are y'all restoring? What what is actually the process that y'all are doing to restore? Since y'all are taking a restoration fee, we know it's the we know it's polluted. We know that it's toxic. But what are y'all doing in the same regard as far as like the speed light cameras and stuff like that? Like, we know that is the terror accidents and stuff. And y'all getting all this money. Why do our streets look like this? What are y'all using it for? What what are y'all doing? Mm. What are y'all doing? 
Come on through, Shayla. Come on through. <laughs> that was two days. Come on through for those. Well, if you want to know, you can go to um, the Bay Restoration Fund on the Maryland website and see what's happening. Yeah. And Nothing. see what's happening. Nothing. Nothing. That's what I say. I mean, you know, you see a lot of stuff and everything else like that as far as they're reporting on what's new in there, our levels and stuff like that, but they ain't, they ain't saying nothing else. Ain't that the water they get the crabs out, though? Yes. <laughs> That's the only thing that lives in that water is crabs. Oh, no! <laughs> That's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. They charging us because we know for crabs. <laughs> and Merlin Mr. Curtis and they charging us for getting our crabs all summer. Ugh. And I love I love crabs and crab meats and stuff like that, but that just don't hit me like, ugh. <laughs> Merlin I'm looking for a water bill right now so I can tell you exactly what it's It's in that dirty water. Well, why are you looking for that, Marnie? Thank so you exactly for giving us some general facts about that because, baby, so I, I say exactly no. on this water bill. Let me find it. Yes. Why are you looking for that? I also have an update about something that I um, reported on last week. Um, with the census killing that we always had to report on. Um, this one was in regards to 23-year-old Fabian Alberto Sanchez Gonzalez, um, who was a T-Mobile employee who was killed at his place of employment here in Baltimore City, um, right in um, off of Boston Street, which is known as the Canton community. Of course, they're still talking about you know, people fears and just being safe pretty in our community. But now they're talking about people having businesses and simply going for work. The same stuff. Not like they haven't been talking about it before. But the update that I have with you is actually when I was on the air reporting to y'all last week is that uh, when I got off, I found out that they did make an arrest in regards to that case. Um, so in regards to that case, they have locked up 18-year-old Arthur McCaden with his 14-year-old brother. Of course, his brother's name has not been released because he is a juvenile. Um, but the 18-year-old and the 14-year-old siblings have both been charged with first-degree murder on top of robbery um, charges. I just seen first-degree murder. Um, so I don't know. I know it stemmed from them robbing and you know killing um, this young man while he was at work. Um, they say 30 minutes out from ending his shift, these um, guys um, entered that T-Mobile store located there on Boston Street, robbing customers who were in the store as well, taking some merchandise. Um, he was identified through surveillance cameras. Yes, detectives working on the case started sending out um, still photos of the surveillance that they had got from the T-Mobile store and a Baltimore County robbery detective actually identified him. Yes, identified him by name, um, knew him. Um, that was on Monday when that happened. And then the next day, someone else that was familiar with the young man, uh, Mr. McCaden, who is now locked up um, for the murder of Fabian. And he was identified. They went and they locked him up. On Wednesday, I believe just yesterday, his bail was actually denied. So he is still detained with no bail. Um, I seen that. And yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And they caught him fast. They they caught him fast. That was a a good thing. Um, they send it out. 
Yeah, in the Baltimore County um, robbery detective identified him, say, oh, I know him um, because he's had some robbery in his history. Oh, he's had that before in his criminal um, history, just 18 years old. And it's also been um, being reported, allegedly, that they robbed a Best Buy in New Jersey prior to coming up back to the city and robbing a T-Mobile store. So these two brothers um, were also down there. They robbed um, the Best Buy in New Jersey, in New Jersey the same day now and came up here and then robbed a T-Mobile where they killed the employee Fabian Alberto Sanchez Gonzalez, 23 years old. Uh, of course, I seen his family reporting and definitely pleased um, that suspects were obtained uh, in the, for the killing of their loved one. And his services will be held this Saturday, 513, the day before Martin's Day, at the Sacred Heart of Jesus. They also... Um, put that out there as well because I know some people you know they like going to funerals and showing up that's why I was mentioning and showing their respect I can't say I, I've, I've never did it because I, unfortunately I know too many people um, close to me or someone I know that and passed away at this point I'm funeraled out I was just saying that the other day every time I look somebody that I know is dying something is happening what brings me um, to report this to y'all, some sad news. And as I was saying in the beginning of the show, definitely have a special prayer. Um, if you're listening, please, please send up a special prayer. And as well, give God praise for my dear brother, my friend, my love, my heart, Jeffrey Hendricks, and the murder of his niece Friday. On May the 5th, Shalia Hendricks was killed in Essex. Here in Maryland on 702, um, following a road rage, um, altercation of the sort, someone pulled up and shot into this beautiful soul's car. Um, just like my niece pulled, like I said, because that's my brother. Um, she will be laid to rest next week. Um, police are still, you know, investigating it. Um, I just asked if anybody seen anything or knew anything. Um, call, I believe, is one that one eight seven seven lock up. Um, it's all been also like on the news and stuff like that. As far as them, I haven't seen it in the news since it first happened, but on social media, see, sometimes social media can be a good thing. I'm telling you because it, you be knowing everything, you be knowing everything, but then sometimes it be bad too because it's just draining when you know everything and stuff's going on. Um, so as much as I come on here and I be reporting about these, oh my God, terrible situations and people living their lives from senseless murder, I just never thought when I was on here Thursday and I was giving y'all my plans for Cinco de Mayo. And by the way, I did, I do nothing. <laughs> I do nothing. I talk, I talk the good talk, right? About I never get to really do too much for me or have my old time or whatever. But I didn't do anything. I was in here sleep. Um, y'all ain't had one drink. Talked all that stuff. I ain't even do a thing. Um, because this bad news came. I was in here sleep. Woke up to a missed call and everything else like that. Um, calling my brother back. Certainly did not think that at all would be the devastating news that he was reporting to me and the family. 
her loved ones, they're just devastated. Her family, her friends, her children. She leaves three beautiful children behind. She definitely was a beautiful soul. Um, fun, life of the party. Um, I've seen all of the tributes and the condolences for her um, online. She was really close with people that I know. I didn't even know that. Um, you know, just different things like that. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a small world. Um, I myself, me and her uncle having such a close relationship. Um, I haven't really, you know, kept up with her or seen her in some years and everything else like that. I think probably one of the last times me and my daughter was together, we ran um to in Walmart. And I think my daughter, I know it had to be three, four years ago. Um, because she was in elementary school at that time. But yeah, she knew that was her uh niece. She knew that was her niece pool because Jeffrey is definitely um, my children fall. <laughs> That's what we always say, my brother. Yes, he definitely is my uh, adopted baby daddy. He's definitely adopted. Um, the kiddos down here, my good bro. I'm his sister's friends forever and ever. And um, it's just so sad. So send up special prayers um, for them guys. Keep praising God, especially prayers for the family, her children, and all of that. And and for me, it's just really hard. Um, to see someone that I love so, so much, go through so, so much and be feeling some type of way about that. It's just really a tragic situation. It should have not happened, um, but it did. Like so many other unfortunate um, murders here um, in the city. And even though it was in um, Baltimore County, as some people may say, it's a little bit bigger out there. Um, Baltimore, it's Baltimore. You know what's happening and all of the stuff, all in the pockets, all in the corners, Baltimore County, Towson and all that, Maryland, it's happening. It's starting to happen in all our pockets, all of our, our, our parts, you know, and it just breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart, y'all. I wanted to talk about that a little bit, but I can't talk about it too much because I'm, I'm just thinking, just trying to fathom what they are going through when they feel feeling and then just thinking about my children and Mother's Day. Um, being this sunny and just knowing how their lives just drastically change over something so senseless. Um, and yeah, that they had to live with their mother, without their love mother forever, and then also have to um, process, you know, what happened, you know, the way that she was taken from them and just process and just have their lives just erupted, you know, for that. It's just devastating y'all so keep them lifted in prayer rest in peace Shalia Hendricks your beautiful soul your beautiful spirit um, truly will be missed I pray um, not only for my loved ones who are grieving this loss but then also for her friends you know like I said she had a ton of friends she had a ton of friends um, and everything else like that a lot of people who loved her you know, that's what last time we were talking about, give people their flowers while they're here. And I just hope that she really knew that. Um, unfortunately, I can say I wasn't able, one of those ones to give her those flowers. As I was saying, we haven't seen or ran or anything in years and years and years. But I truly hope that she know how much she was loved because it's, it's a loving thing to see the outpour of love and support. Um for her and for her family who are dealing with something so devastating. Yes, it is.
Yes, it is. And then lately, I got to move on, y'all, because I told you I was starting to break out. I was starting to break up. I told y'all I'd be coming on here, hitting to tell y'all that I'm definitely always hitting to stay up because stuff be going down. So if I can acknowledge that in my life, I know that it's happening in yours as well. That's why I stay prayed up and praised up for myself and for you as well. That is one main reason why when I first start the show, I go into that prayer and everything else like that. That's one main reason I'm on here every Thursday live telling you, you better live because I'm telling you, you better live. Okay? We already know that we're going to go. You already know you want that. You better live. And live, 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 live today. Because like I'm telling you, that stuff be happening and you just don't never know because I, I never would have thought that I would have got that call. The same way I never would have thought I would have got the call when my cousin Tyreek Ty was murdered. Like, so many times I never would have thought I was going to get that call for all these family members and people that I know that's been lost to gun violence or people I know that abruptly felt ill. You know, I spoke of that last time, good um, childhood friend Shadonna Bryant, um, who recently passed away, just noticing a lot of people lately dealing with blood clocks and um, head aneurysm, brain aneurysms, and uh, uh, I said blood clocks and strokes and seizures, you know, on top of the other stuff, the cancers, and uh, it's just, oh, uh, it's just so much. It's just so much. But one thing that makes you feel a little bit good, <laughs> I hope it helps Monty feel good too, because this is one of Monty's favorite people. It's like, no, it's really not. Um, but Donald Trump, y'all, Donald Trump, guys, Donald Trump got found guilty. Yes, he did. Found guilty of sexual abuse of E. Jean Curl in a luxury department store room back in 1996. Um, she alleged that Trump raped her in this department store. Um, and then he defamed her by denying her claim of jewelry on Monday. I think this was Monday. Like, I've been thinking I'm behaving my dates, but then I don't. <laughs> on Monday, found him guilty of it. Awarded her, Miss E. Jean Curl, $5 million for battery and defamation. Yes. Of course, Trump has already came out saying that he's going to appeal it. It's a disgrace. He's talking about the case, but I think he should be talking about himself. Um, but Miss E. Jean Curl says that she is pearl of her victory. Um, it says a lot, not just for her, but all women who have been victims of abuse. Now, while the judge did find him, well, the jury did find Trump guilty of the battery and defamation. It was nothing. Um, they could not, they did not rule that she could prove that he raped her. So um, it wasn't, they didn't have sufficient evidence to hold him liable for that. So they held him liable for the battery, but did not find that she could prove that he raped her. Um, so that was another thing in the case. But I don't know. People are already coming out saying that it ain't going to do nothing because people who are with him or like him will still be with him regardless. And I think that anyway, before this case came out and before this thing going out, I just said it before, it's nothing that it seems that he can do. But the fact that he was actually found guilty and something is telling me that it's a new day. It's a new day. And I think Trump and all his shenanigans is, is just ready to backfire. And he just trumped himself 
So it'll be things like this. I hope that it wakes some of his supporters up. And then <laughs> I did hope and wake some of them up. But the reality is, if they was loving Trump, how they was loving him from the beginning, they ain't got no sense anyway, right? So they still loving Trump and they going to still vote for this man and they still trying to get him up in here uh, to be the president again, again, not happening. I'm praying it ain't going to happen out of my watch. He definitely is not going to get um, my vote. But yes, he got found guilty. Yes, they said that he defamed Miss E. Jean Curl. He defamed her. So even while they could not prove that it wasn't proved that he actually raped her, they did believe that she was in some form of way assaulted. Um, because well, battery that was the charge or whatever. Battery. So why this is a civil matter, and he did get found guilty for them because that he was not, I guess, found guilty of raping her. He doesn't get any jail time, so he, he's not going to jail. He does have to find this was a civil case. Um, so he will have to pay the five million dollars, but he's already not trying to pay it because he's already saying that he's going to appeal the case. Um, I think it should be noted that it's just crazy to me. I know people have certain tactics and stuff like that when they in trial. I'm sure that he gets advice from his his legal team, and it just seems like it seemed like this time that he followed it because he did not he opted not to testify, not provide. A defense, but of course, um, that was the issue because his defense was allegedly when these allegations came out was that he didn't even know her. He said he don't even know Miss E. Jean Girl. He don't know her, and she's lying. Um, and a result of that, that's what her legal team proved that by him going and making these statements or whatever else like that, he basically defamed her um, entirely. So this was a while ago, back in 1996. Uh, so that's a victory. You know, it's 2023. It's 2023 now, and he's just getting found guilty for something. All the stuff he done did, he's getting found guilty for something. So I was pleased to hear that, even though I know it's going to be another mess. He's going to appeal it. I was seeing other senators and different stuff, Republicans and everything else like that. Of course, they still not believing that he did anything. Didn't really see. And then, of course, you know, all the Democrats are saying, oh, yeah, by time or, you know, he he finally got caught or something. He finally, not saying he finally got caught because he didn't got caught doing a whole bunch of stuff. But it just never goes anywhere. It's like they when they pursue him or whatever, when he breaks the law, you know what their argument always is, that it's a political, um, it's just an attack on him to trying to make him look bad and everything else like that. But all these people ain't making nothing up on him. But that's how they try to make it seem. Like, because of who he is and, you know, all this controversy surrounding around him, that all of these um, charges or things that they saying that he's doing are not legit. But what I'm saying is, and what I'm, what I'm glad to see that he has learned when this, this, this uh, jury found him guilty is that nobody is above the law. And even a former president when you act unpresidential, <laughs> which you even was acting, even when you was serving as the president, yeah, you're going to get charged. You're going to get charged and you're going to have your day in court. And Miss Jean Carroll said that you raped her in that department store and you did all that and then you denied that she, nothing happened. I didn't say nothing happened. 
Trump said he don't even know her. He don't even know her. And then I seen like a little video clip prior to that, I guess, because he did not get on the stand or anything else like that. But they were showing him pictures, asking him to identify him. And he actually identified her as like his former ex-wife. So, you know, he got a certain type or whatever. I say that that's not a real good picture of her right there. But back in the day, uh, Miss EJ, yeah, she's a nice looking lady and had it going on. You know what I mean? She's still a nice looking lady now. Don't get me wrong, but you know, Trump ain't <laughs> all that evil. He ain't nothing for real, but yeah, he got found guilty, y'all. He got found guilty from this matter from all the way back in 1996, and he is still running them up in 2023. So keep your eyes open on that. He's saying he's going to appeal it, and he says that it's a disgrace, and he was not talking about himself. He was talking about the case, so the audacity of that, right? <laughs> the audacity of that. That's basically all of the things that I got to bring up on the news, on your news that I wanted to report and give you our views. You know, those are my what in the what's and my what in the world's. A couple of things I wanted to bring up. One last update is back in 2019, because we were talking about the good mothers and the bad mothers. I got to talk about I'll get back a little bit out on the mothers before we get them out of here. Yes, we ready to get up out here in the front in a minute. So the last part of it, we're going to talk about these mothers and all this stuff because Mother's Day is coming up. This was a story that I followed when it when it happened. Just like I told you, things we keep on happening. At one point, I stopped looking at the news. Um, at several points, I stopped going on social media. You know, I'm on and off, y'all. I tell people now, I'm on there, but I ain't really on there. I go through that, stroke through that, like some my stuff, comment and everything, even though you might still see my light on and all that, all my friends and my fam or social media. I ain't on there. My alerts is turned off and everything else like that. So I have to go and check. So I might be having a conversation with you. You respond out. I don't get to respond back to the next day or hours later. That's how I do that thing. And a lot of times I was doing that thing like that, that social media and the news like that basically cleansing myself of it it just be too much i already have stuff going on in my personal life y'all know what i'm talking about what's wrong i'm telling you right <laughs> but you know what i'm talking about like it just was so much stuff going on in my personal life um different things and then like when i was feeling like in moments where i might have been feeling like i'm a little depressed or i'm having an anxiety attack or stuff is just too much i'd be like i cannot watch the news because that's my thing I kind of turn on the news, the TV, and turn it up so I can listen as I'm getting myself together. Um, but several times, I have cleansed myself from that, won't watch the news and everything. So people will say, did you hear about this? So do you know this is happening? And everything else like that. Um, I stay up on it a little bit more now that I'm back to doing this so I can bring things that I talk about. But it's not in <laughs> it is enjoyable when you hear about some of those good things. Like I said, bro, it's like Trump being found guilty and then um, of course now they're being prom season graduation season when you look on social media it's nice to see the pictures um it's nice to go in there and see people accomplishments it's nice for that type of stuff right but when you gotta know everything about everybody dying about everybody getting killed about just all this stuff people being sick and everything else like that it's draining it really is it's draining so i cleanse myself um, from both entities <laughs> whenever I feel it necessary. Yes, I do cleanse myself from different stuff um, when I find it ne necessary. Uh, and baby, 
you gotta cleanse yourself from that social media sometimes. <laughs> that social media and that news, I'm telling you, it do wonders. Um, but I was realizing that I didn't know anything with that much stuff. Um, but this was one of the things that I did learn about. Um, this last thing I'm bringing up was from watching the news all the time, and that stuff, like I say, it drones me. It brings down my mood. Like, dang, I already got stuff going on. It makes you feel so sad for people. And that's just my personality say Me being a, a Leo, y'all always give Leos the bad rap. Um, but we kind of take on people's burdens. Like, I am definitely a spiritual people a person. I'm in tune with feelings. I am in tune with just a lot of stuff. I, I just really am. I thank God for that. But I'm just a real deep person. You know, when I love, I love deep. And I care deep as well. So I would stop looking at the news because I would hate to see, I hate to see things like this. So sad. Every day you wake up, somebody getting killed, something happening. So back in 2019, um, I seen a story about a young four-year-old boy, Melika uh, Lawson, um, who was killed. Who was killed? I'm here in Merlin. Um, today, well, this week, actually, Tuesday, Shatika Lawson. Uh, who is the wife of Alicia Lawson, who was Malachi's um, mother, pleaded guilty to the murder of him. Um, Alicia Lawson got found guilty back in 2021. I believe this was an incident that happened in 2019. So today, the other suspect in this case, Shatik Lawson, well, Tuesday, pleaded guilty. Um, Alicia Lawson has already been sentenced to life. Everything, I think, expended but 30 years and then five years of probation. Now, Shatika Lawson will be sentenced on December the 6th. If you didn't know about the situation, it was some time 2019. Back in 2019, it has uh, been reported that uh, four-year-old Malachi Lawson was put into a scalding hot bath, um, was severely burned so much so uh, it is alleged that his skin was falling off his body. Um, well, these two women tried to treat his injuries, I guess, themselves in the time frame of 10 days. Uh, wasn't working. I, they didn't send them to school, didn't send them to school, you know, trying to hide their stuff. And I believe on the 10th day, Miss Alicia Lawson went, found him unresponsive, wrapped that baby up in a cover, got into a Lyft or Uber, and discarded his remains in a dumpster. Um, now, of course, they were scared of, I guess, the, the, the consequences they will receive from when they put him in a tub. So they never took him to get any medical help, no medical attention, no nothing, no nothing. Oh, my goodness, that poor baby. No medical attention, no nothing. He just was four years old. He was severely burnt. Um, and yeah, he died. So uh, when I was just bringing up the point, the stuff like that, like when we got Mother's Day coming up, and of course, you know, Mother's Day is always to say, you know, people, yeah, for the honor of the mothers. We talked about last week, some people feel like it's just their mothers. I feel like it's for all mothers. I should give salute and honor to all mothers. Um, on Mother's Day, but of course, especially mine's. Um, but uh, bringing it up just to think that on Sunday, it ain't all good for everybody. Like some people, mothers not here. 
You know, some people mother here, but they ain't their mother. You get me? Uh, we got mothers like this. Like I was giving you an update that do stuff, despicable things and everything like that to children. Um, all of that. But and that's just the real of it. You know, when we think of Mother's Day and stuff like that, at first I used to think about stuff like that because I'm blessed and I feel privileged to have the mother that I had. But just growing up and just meeting different people who I know don't have um, that relationship. I can remember a couple of times when people be on the phone with my mother. They'd be like, who are you talking to? Are you talking to your mother? Are you talking to that? Talk about mother. Everything. Um, my mother is um, my best, my bestie. My bestie. I can tell her anything. Unfortunately, you know, um, now that my mom is kind of dealing with her end illness, um, fighting cancer, Leslie was in her brain. Um, so our conversations are not as sharp as they used to be on both ends. Um, you know, and that that's understandable. So um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful my mother going to be here. I'm ecstatic. I could not put it into words. How grateful and how blessed that I know that I am. And my heart goes out to anyone who does not have their mother, whether she transitioned or you just do not have that relationship. My heart definitely goes out. My heart goes out to all the individuals, too, um, who have been abused or hurt in some type of way, you know, by their mothers or have a bad feeling or a bad, you know, their outlook or their opinion on mothers. Salute to the mothers who were in that situation, who did not have a mother that raised them up well, who became mothers themselves and are doing their thing. You know, all of that. Prayers for the mothers who had the bad mothers that ain't bring them up and they turn into bad mothers themselves. You know, prayers for them. You know, it just be a whole lot. We have to really look at that and acknowledge that. So I hope for this Mother Day, if you do have your mother and it's one of those relationships where it's great that you acknowledge that and and just know how blessed you truly are to have that because everybody don't have that. Everybody don't have that. Everybody don't have that. And I think that for this year, especially with all of this tragic stuff keep happening around me and stuff like that, I think that's why I'm really kind of like acknowledging that, you know, because I never really thought about that before um, on Mother's Day. Not that I don't know people don't have their mothers, but I just was like, wow, like all mothers is not good mothers, right? But I don't want to cast no bad like on Mother's Day, y'all. Celebrate y'all Mother's Day. I hope y'all have fun. I know it's going to be crowded out here and everything else, but I have to tell you, be safe, because you know Baltimore is the place where you got to be more careful, okay? God loves you. God bless you. I'm ready to get up out of here. I don't have any specific plans for Mother's Day, but I'm going to get into something to celebrate myself. Make sure you celebrate yourself, too, if you are a mother. Or if you're a female and you didn't get to birth children, but you in any way birthed something into a child, kudos to you, too. But I'm going to be back here next Thursday in the same seat. <laughs> with the same wonderful lighting <laughs> through being exposed to you on my show, You Better Live. So you better come through here and live for me, okay? If you're interested in being a guest, make sure you hit me up and make sure you call on the phone lines and call up and talk to me or hit me in that chat. Whatever, whatever, how you want to do. I'm Shazrill underscore seven on IG. But you know, every time I come through, you know who I be. It be a whole bunch of the name. But I am still the same.
but I'm changing for the good, right? It's the goddess Chess Brew, Chess Brew, the Empress Lady Cake Mix. Yeah, that be the chess. And you better live. <laughs> I'm so silly sometimes. Out of my mind. See y'all. See y'all next week. God loves you. God bless you. You better live. Mm. Mm -mm. You better live. You better live. Hey, you better live. We were free, but we had no place to be free. Lord, help me reach my piece of the promised land. Protect me on this journey. Marauders. Join us. We're all equals here. Nobody make sudden moves. Get on down. Hurry up. Drop the This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna get the sheriff and bring him here. I'm saying guard. This beam pole guard him? But Tommy Walsh. Here we are. You and me. Guy open the horse. You know, those white folk ain't coming back. Just because they don't want to look at you don't mean I can't see. You'll always be a slave to the white man. What'd you call me? He said you'll always be a slave. Have you been on this side? Keep your mouth shut. They'd rather hang me for the color of my skin than to hang you for what you did. You ain't never gonna hang white boy. I had to learn as a black woman living in this damn white world that I gotta work three times as hard to get one-fifth of what I deserve. After the war, I made a promise that I'll fight for those that can't fight for themselves. It looks like we believe in the same thing. And after that, just go about it different ways. Let's go about it together. My body is I didn't get a piece of my promise land. Didn't get the river slowing with milk and honey. You have to take what you deserve. You know, there's money buried out here. I think you missed on Jamie now. Follow you or die? Yeah. Baby girl, you in dangerous water. You can be a hero! The glory of it! Tommy Walsh and the colored girl! What's my name? Small Washington. God damn! That's not a headline you heard before.